Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Beggarly Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome to the Week 13 Preview Part 2. Part 2, we're going over the NFC home teams. If you missed Part 1, go check it out. I broke down the AFC home teams. I'm running solo right now. Uh, Bryant is gone, so you're just stuck with me. Uh, Here we go. We're just jumping right into it. We're doing it. NFC home teams. First game, the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Minnesota Vikings. Mike Glennon is going to get the start again, which brings down the value of the receivers. Uh, unfortunately, we I need to see more out of this offense before I recommend anybody but DJ Chark uh, in the receiving game. Uh, unfortunately, again, DJ Chark, limited in practice. He is questionable to play. If Chark plays, you start him. Uh, just because he is that that all star, if Chark doesn't play, then then it's a tough decision because it's against the Vikings, which give up a ton of points. They are a terrible defense, but it's also a terrible offense for Jacksonville. Keelan Cole, Lavisca Chenault. Do, do I have a lot of faith in him? No, not under not under Glennon. Uh, I wouldn't start any of them. I wouldn't start any of them, even if Chark is out or not. Uh, the run game, on the other hand, James Robinson, he's going to tear it up. He's going to absolutely tear it up. James Robinson is going to have a very, very solid week. Uh, I predicted him to finish number two right behind Delvin Cook. So uh, a lot of lot of rushing yards this week. James Robinson is going to have a heck of a time. But really, Robinson's the only player I'm going to start for Jacksonville if Chark is out. Um, Next up, Minnesota Vikings. Adam Thielen, he's expected to be taken off the COVID list. He should be okay to play this Sunday. Now, he got placed on the COVID list for testing positive, and then he tests negative. Uh, I think they determined it was a false positive test, but he couldn't be taken off the list in time to play last week. He should be back this week. He should be back to, to having that fringe wide receiver one performance. So you start him. You start Justin Jefferson because the man's been on fire. You start Delvin Cook. Right, that's usually the end of the list. However, I would start Kirk Cousins, Captain Kirk Cousins. You're starting him this week. It's against Jacksonville. It is the most favorable matchup you can have besides the New York Jets or the Detroit Lions. Uh, Cousins has been on fire recently. He's had about four good weeks in a row. Um, yeah, eleven touchdowns in the last four games. Love it. He's thrown over 300 yards last two games. Love it. And, you know, it's just, it, it's overall just going to be a, a, should be a solid performance for Cousins. So, um, yeah, that, that's really, it's almost all systems go. No tight ends for either team. Um, but, yeah, it's really just, just start your studs. These two teams, I'm picking the Vikings. Bryant is also picking the Vikings as well. I should mention, uh, if you haven't listened to part one, Again, I said Bryant is out for this week. If you're new to this podcast, Bryant and I, my co-host, we predict each game uh, and we see who gets the most right each week. Currently, he's winning eight to four, so I've got a lot of catching up to do. Um, hopefully, I can, you know, I've, I've won two weeks in a row. It might have been three weeks in a row, really. I think I'm, I'm, I'm really doing solid. So uh, I'm looking to, to kind of make up some ground here. Next matchup, the Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears. DeAndre Swift for the Detroit Lions. He did practice Wednesday. He's still in the concussion protocol, though, so he still needs to get cleared to play for Sunday. 
Uh, I think that that he's going to get cleared before Sunday. It might be a close call. It might be Saturday when it gets cleared. It might be Sunday, 90 minutes before the game starts. It's going to be really unfortunate. But if Swift plays, you start him. He's been a stud the second half of the season. Uh, if not, if no DeAndre Swift, it'll be a committee between Adrian Peterson and Carrion Johnson. I think if Swift is out, Adrian Peterson should be flexible. And by flexible, I mean flex-worthy. Should be in that flex spot, no higher. Uh, and then just no to Carrion Johnson. Kenny Galladay did not practice Wednesday. He is doubtful. He's missed like five games in a row. He could miss uh, this week as well. Um, uh, obviously, if Galladay plays, you have to start him. He's the stud. Uh, if not, it'll be Marvin Jones as the wide receiver one. I don't like this matchup this week. The Chicago Bears is a very good defense. I don't have a lot of faith in in this Detroit offense anymore after their recent performances. Uh, so Marvin Jones I have as a, a low-end flex. Um, he's had a couple of good weeks, but that was against some some poor defense. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put him as a flex option. No higher. Hawkinson, he's your stud. You start him. Uh, no Matthew Stafford this week. Very very difficult matchup. Chicago Bears. Here we go. Mitchell Trubisky. He's going to start again this week. And guess what? You put him in your lineup. He should be starting if you are streaming quarterbacks. Or, uh, you know, if you got Tom Brady or Teddy Bridgewater, who's on by this week. I do like Kirk Cousins better if you're streaming, if Cousins is available. But Trubisky is a close second. Uh, he looked good, very good with Allen Robinson, that connection. Other than that, not so hot. Uh, but that was against the Green Bay defense. Detroit defense is even worse. So Trubisky should have a... A solid game. He's not going to win you the week, but he shouldn't let you down. Um, I talked about Allen Robinson. He's locked and loaded starter. Jimmy Graham should be locked and loaded starter. Uh, David Montgomery came back, had a very, very good game against Green Bay. Again, Detroit's defense is even worse than Green Bay's. So really, logically, it should be anyone who had a good performance against Green Bay should repeat that. David Montgomery is uh, that case. Bears defense, I would start as well. I don't like any of the other receivers. I don't want anything to do with Anthony Miller. Don't want anything to do with Darnell Mooney. No Corderell Patterson. No Cole Komet, even though Cole Komet's being uh, a little bit more involved. So something to watch out for, but Jimmy Graham's still going to be that tight end one. Uh, These two teams, I'm picking the Chicago Bears. Here's the crazy thing. Bryant told me his predictions before uh, before this episode. He sent me a picture of them. He picked the Detroit Lions. I had to take, not a double take, not a triple take, but a quadruple take that he circled the Detroit Lions to beat the Chicago Bears. Listen, the cojones on that man. I mean, he's picking one of the worst. The like the Detroit Lions are in a terrible form right now. So picking them uh, to, to beat the Chicago Bears, I don't see it. I can see where he's coming from with DeAndre Swift and Kenny Galladay healthy. This is a completely new team. Um, however, it doesn't look like Galladay's getting back. Swift is kind of 50-50. So I'm going the Chicago Bears. Brendan for the tiebreaker is going Chicago Bears as well. Good pick. Next matchup, the New Orleans Saints against the Atlanta Falcons in what should be a barn burner even without Drew Brees, 
You start Taysom Hill because he is just ridiculous. Uh, he's the the fantasy killer is what I call him. Uh, he had an okay game against Denver, but uh, listen, he, he he's going to get you about two rushing touchdowns. Might not throw for a lot, but you know you're hoping for the best. He's got he's got a a very solid arsenal um, in the Saints offense. Elvin Kamara locked and loaded starter. Let you down last week. It was a lot of Latavius Murray, but that's because they took the lead early on and they kept that lead. Uh, and they were just kind of splitting time between Kamara and Murray. And uh, Murray got the better of that. I don't think that's going to happen again. I think this is going to be a, I wouldn't say close game, because I think that the Saints are going to have pretty solid control of this game, but it's going to be very high scoring. So I'm going to go Alvin Kamara, uh, locked and loaded starter. Michael Thomas, he's questionable. Uh, he was limited in practice. He's expected to play. I would start him, obviously, if he does play. Um, if he doesn't, it'll be Emmanuel Sanders as a wide receiver, too. I don't see enough value in that to start him. So just Michael Thomas. Uh, when it comes to tight ends, Jared Cook, he's been really off and on, but recently he's been more off than on. He put up two goose eggs in the last four games. I don't like that. I'm not starting him. He's really kind of fallen off recently. Uh, and that's really about it for the New Orleans Saints. The Atlanta Falcons. Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley were both limited in practice on Wednesday. They're questionable. Um, this is the case where if both play, you start them. Obviously, uh, it, it's looking more like Ridley should be should be okay. Julio Jones is really a 50-50. Um, if, if neither of them play, worst case, then it's going to be Russell Gage as the wide receiver one. Uh, the Saints have one of the best defenses in the league. They're top five. I know I say that a lo- about a lot of teams, but Saints are, are truly legit. I wouldn't want to start any player who, who, you know, like someone like Russell Gage, I wouldn't start. It's really just your studs. Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Uh, Todd Gurley, he's been dealing with an injury he missed last week. He was limited in practice this Wednesday. If he starts, you play him just because you have to. Keep your expectations low for him. I do not uh, expect a good run game out of this Falcons offense. Um, Matt Ryan, complete sit for me. Complete sit. He is gonna. He's gonna struggle. He's gonna struggle against the New Orleans Saints. Again, this defense is tremendous. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's really Ridley if he plays. Gurley if he plays. Julio Jones if he plays. It's rough. It's a rough situation. Uh, Saints defense, on the other hand, might not be a bad pickup. Uh, these two teams, I'm picking the New Orleans Saints. It looks like Bryant is as well. Next up, we have the Los Angeles Rams against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, no big injuries to report. Head over to LA first. Let's talk about the Rams. Cooper Cup's a start. Robert Woods is a start. Uh, Jared Goff hasn't been great he's not really he he let you down last week big time against San Fran I think this is a bounce back game uh Arizona's not the best defense they're not the worst but they're not the best I can see a a a pretty high scoring game here for Jared Goff so I would start Goff the run game is where it gets tricky oh first off no tight ends just put that out there get the receivers out of the way first uh run game you got Daryl Henderson you got Cam Akers, you got Malcolm Brown, 
what do you do? Right? We looked last week against the the San Francisco 49ers. Uh Daryl Henderson got more carries, but only he got 10 carries, 19 yards. Cam Akers, nine carries, 84 yards. That is a, a crazy difference. Cam Akers, 9.3. Yards per carry on average. Daryl Henderson, 1.9. It's looking like Akers is in the better form. If I had to start one right now, I would play Akers. It's a risk. It's a really high risk. It's a gamble. But he's, he's got two touchdowns in the last two games. He did well against San Fran. I would say he's a start in my book. So... Uh, uh, no higher than a flex just because he's a very low floor, but he also has a very high ceiling. And I really like that. So acres, I would start, uh, no other running back for the Los Angeles Rams, Arizona Cardinals. Here we go. Uh, this is a good case of start your studs, right? Kyler Murray, Deandre Hopkins, Kenyon Drake. That's about it for me. You can argue chase Evans. Uh, and I would put him as a low-end flex, right? It's a tough defense. They're probably going to look to Chase Evans in the air. So if you're in a PPR league, Chase Evans should start standard league. I would, I would say low-end flex. Christian Kirk, uh, I'm going to say no this week. I'm going to say no to Christian Kirk. Uh, it, it, Kirk is really a matchup player, right? Like he, he, did, he had great weeks against Dallas, against Seattle, against the Jets. Talking about the LA Rams here. Talking about Jalen Ramsey, one of the best corners in the game. Uh, now Ramsey's going to cover more of DeAndre Hopkins, but still, uh, I don't, I don't like this matchup against against this tough secondary. So I'm going to go uh, no Christian Kirk. Maybe, maybe next week. But uh, these two teams, I'm picking the Los Angeles Rams because every time I pick them. It works in my favor. Bryant, however, decided to pick the Arizona Cardinals. He's going with the swagger. I respect that. And Brendan, for the tiebreaker, is picking the LA Rams with me. So uh, pretty pretty crazy there. This should be a very fun matchup. Next up, we got the New York Giants versus the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Daniel Jones, not expected to play. It looks like it's going to be Colt McCoy. Man, that's a throwback. Colt McCoy uh, going to be the quarterback for the New York Giants. Really not what they expected uh, when they drafted Daniel Jones there. Wow. Uh, Sterling Shepard, limited in practice. Uh, he's going to be questionable. If he does play, he should have a very good game. Uh, I guess I should mention no Colt McCoy. I don't, I, don't know. I, can't, I don't know if that's worth mentioning, but there's some crazy people out there uh, that were thinking about it. Don't do that. Uh, Wayne Gallman, you start. He's the running back one. He's going to get the opportunities. Uh, Sterling Shepard, if he plays, you start. He's the wide receiver one. He's going to get the opportunity. No other receiver if Sterling Shepard plays. If Sterling Shepard doesn't play, I would go Darius Slayton. And then if Slayton doesn't play, then you go Golden Tate. But really, it's it's only one out of those. Uh, the, the top one out of those three is who I would start. Uh, Evan Ingram. He's start. He's been on fire recently. He's really, uh, really carrying this team. Last week, six receptions, 129 yards with nine targets. That's very good, uh, even with Colt McCoy throwing to him. So uh, that's really about it for the Giants. Seattle Seahawks, Chris Carson, 
he was limited in practice, but I expect him to play. He's kind of dealing with that same injury that he's been dealing with for the last couple of weeks. He played last week. He should be g- good to go this week. He's, they're kind of just resting him. Uh, start start basically everyone. It's the New York, New York Giants. So Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Chris Carson, if he plays, uh, then it goes, goes down to Carlos Hyde. Um, Seahawks defense potentially is a good stream. No tight ends I'm interested in. You know who you're starting. We're in week 13, right? You know your studs by now. Uh, it's all system go for Seattle. These two teams, both Bryant and I are picking the Seattle Seahawks. No doubt. All right, the next matchup is the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Green Bay Packers. Big news here. Zach Ertz taken off the IR. He's expected to play this week. Woo. Uh, if Zach Ertz does play, you start him. Uh, if Zacherts doesn't play, you start Dallas Goddard. The question is, do you start Goddard even if Ertz is in? I would say yes. Obviously, he has a lower ceiling at that point, but Goddard has been the dependable receiver for this team. So I guess you can start both of them. Go for it. Miles Sanders, because of the opportunity, that's all I'm comfortable with. That is that is all I'm comfortable with. Travis Fulgham, not doing well. Jalen Rieger, not doing well. Uh, Greg Ward not doing well. Like, ah, man, Carson Wentz not doing well. So if you if you uh, can help it, don't start any of the Eagles receiving game besides the tight ends. Quick and easy for Philly. Heading over to Green Bay, Alan Lazard, limited in practice. He's expected to play. If Lazard does play, I'd, I'd start him. He's He'll be a solid flex for you. Uh, Devonta Adams, you start. Aaron Rodgers, you start. Um, Aaron Jones, you start. Here we go. Jamal Williams. Must start for me. Big time. Big time. 25th best running back this year. And he always puts up points when the Green Bay Packers are winning by a lot. Green Bay Packers always take an early lead. They're going to take an early lead against Philly. They're going to split time between Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. My voice cut out there. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's what's going to happen. Jamal Williams is going to get a lot of a lot of carries. He's going to be on the field for a lot of snaps. It's annoying if you're an Aaron Jones owner, but Jamal Williams, man, if you picked him up, he is a great start this week. He's only rostered in 46% of leagues. Pick him up, man. Pick him up and start him. He he's only had one bad game this season. Otherwise, the lowest he's had is eight. Right? He only scored two point seven points week three. Other than that, guaranteed eight points. So, start him. Start him. Uh, Robert Tunyon, another solid play. I mean, it's hard to argue not starting the fourth best tight end this season. So he should be locked and loaded at this point. Um, Packers defense. It's a good stream. Packers defense is a good stream this week. So I would I would say uh, you're good to go there as well for those of you who stream defenses. I know I like to do that. Packers should be a, a top target this week. Uh, these two teams were both picking the Packers, no doubt. Easy win there uh, for Green Bay. Final matchup for this week, the Buffalo Bills versus the San Francisco 49ers. This is the Monday night game, the original Monday night game. Uh, two games Monday. Listen to part one for for that whole schedule change. 
Buffalo Bills start Stephon Diggs, start Josh Allen. Right, you know, don't don't get all fancy. Cole Beasley, I think, is a solid start. John Brown was placed on IR. Beasley is the wide receiver two at this point. This is where it gets rough. Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, uh, they're they're both they're they they keep splitting time. Zach Moss has kind of been stepping it up, but they're playing against the San Francisco defense. San Francisco 49ers rushing defense is very solid, even though they're dealing with a ton of injuries. Uh, they only give up about 108 rushing yards per game. I don't like those odds, especially from a team who doesn't know who their running back one is. So if you can help it, don't start any of this run game this week. If you had to, I would start Moss over Devin Singletary, but I don't like those odds. So no to the run game there. Uh, no tight ends yet. I know Dawson Knox had a good game, but uh, yeah, again, don't get fancy with it. Let's talk about San Fran. All right, we've got a couple people coming back. Brandon Ayuk should be back this week. Uh, Tevin Coleman's still out. And uh, yeah, we, we saw Mostert come back last week. He's a locked and loaded starter. Right? Uh, Debo Samuel, he's a starter. And Brandon Ayuk. Boom. That's That's really it. Uh, you, you can make a case for the San Fran defense because they're really good, but um, you know, keep your expectations low. It's Buffalo, so yeah. Ayuk, Samuel, Mostert don't want anything to do with quarterbacks. Uh, Jordan Reed is really a kind of a boomer bust player. I predicted bust this week. His form's not been great. Uh, no Jeff Wilson, no Kendrick Bourne. None of that nonsense. So these two teams, it looks like we are both picking the Buffalo Bills to win it, which means we disagree on the Detroit Lions and Chicago Bears, which still baffles me, uh, and then the Los Angeles Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. So with a tie, we go to a tiebreaker, which is when we predict the highest scoring game of the week. Uh, Bryant has picked the Browns and Titans, which is... Kind of a bold move, in my opinion. Uh, And I am going to pick... Ooh, this is a tough one. I almost wanted to pick Saints and Falcons, because that's usually a barn burner. I've talked myself out of it. I am going to pick the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans. I'm picking Colts, Texans. He's picking Browns and Titans. That is the tiebreaker. Ooh, hopefully I can make some ground here. All right. We always end the week, end the preview, with yays and nays. Just me this week, so I'll give you mine real quick. First player, Kirk Cousins. Big time. Going up against Jacksonville, one of the worst defenses in the league. Cousins has Jefferson, who is amazing. And Adam Thielen should be back. Not to mention a lot of dump-off passes that he does to Delvin Cook should get you uh, some more yards, some more points. So Jacksonville gives up 279 passing yards per game. Kirk Cousins is a decent enough quarterback to be able to to profit off of the uh, off of this this rough defense. So Carson or not Carson Wentz. Oh my gosh, Kirk Cousins, yay of the week. Next up, good old Frankie Gore. Frank Gore for the New York Jets going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. It's ugly. I don't like starting a lot of Jets players, especially with Adam Gase as the head coach. Uh, I think that. It's a, uh, they, man, I, we can, t- 
talk about the New York Jets for a full episode. Uh, but Frank Gore is going to be the feature back. We've seen it before. We're going to see it again this week. Like I said, he's going to get 15-plus carries, 50-plus yards, and you hope for a touchdown. I think this week he's going to get it. He's going up against the Raiders to give up over 107 rushing yards per game. Uh, and Frank Gore, he's, he, he really is the, the red zone guy, the goal line guy. So I think he's going to get a touchdown, which is definitely going to help you out this week. Last player for the Yays. This might be a hot take because Cole McCoy is throwing to him. But Sterling Shepard, ooh, uh, Sterling Shepard, even though he's limited in practice, I think that if he plays, he is going to have a monster week. He's going up against Seattle. Seattle's notably terrible uh, against against receivers. Now they've they've kind of stepped it up recently, right? They they kind of shut down Carson Wentz. But listen, Colt McCoy, he's a he's a different breed. He's a beast. Uh, I'm joking, but Sterling Shepard had a, had a solid performance with Colt McCoy throwing to him seven targets, sixty four yards. Uh, yeah, I think that it's going to be a, a good performance out of him. If you're in a PPR league, should be even better. He is the clear novice wide receiver one on that team. I think that he is going to be amazing this week against the Seattle Seahawks. Moving on to the Nays, ending sad. Matt Ryan is my first player. Uh, usually Falcons versus Saints is a barn burner. It's not looking like it anymore. It's it, it's really not. It's looking more like just a blowout. Uh, Saints are are going to destroy the Falcons. Matt Ryan has two of his top receivers questionable to play this week. Uh, in Kelvin Ridley and Julio Jones, his running back could potentially be out another week with Todd Gurley. When you lose your top three players, that really really affects your team. You'd look at Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, they were okay. I kind of had a little faith in them. Once Swift was gone, once Galladay was gone, that entire team shut down. I can see that happening this week for the Atlanta Falcons. I would not take a risk with Matt Ryan this week. Again, there's better quarterbacks to pick up, like Kirk Cousins, like Mitch Trubisky. Can't believe I said that. Better than Matt Ryan this week. Next up, I talked about the Buffalo run game. That's what I got on here. Both Zach Moss, Devin Singletary going up against San Francisco, who is amazing against the run. They give up 108 rushing yards per game. When you split that among two people, that isn't great. Now, if you again, if you need to start one, it would be Zach Moss just because he's the goal line guy. But I expect this to be a close game. I expect this to be a lot of throwing from Josh Allen and a little less running from the running backs. And last but not least, I am talking about Juju Smith-Schuster for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He is a nay for this week, coming off of a decent game against Baltimore. Eight receptions, 37 yards, and a touchdown. I kind of like that stat line if you're in a PPR league. However, they're going up against Washington, who has a better passing defense than the Baltimore Ravens. They are the Washington is now the best passing defense in the league. The only team to give up less than 200 passing yards per game. There is not a world where 
Juju Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool, and Deontay Johnson are going to have good games. And if I had to make a tier list, it's going Johnson, Claypool, Juju. And that's what it seems like the Steelers believe in as well. They, they want to put the ball into the hands of Claypool and Deontay Johnson over Juju. And I think that's what's going to happen this week. So I would not start Juju uh, if you have the, the opportunity to start someone else. So don't start Juju. Uh, and that is it. That is the yays and nays. That is part two, the NFC home games. That is the week 13 preview. Hopefully you all have a good week 13. Uh, Saturday, injury update. All right. That is a very, very important episode. I will be going over all the the out players, all the questionable players uh, for this week. So really look forward to that. And uh, yeah. We'll we'll see you then. Hopefully you have a good week 13 otherwise and uh, talk to you later.